As always, because it really is like clockwork, uh, we start off the show this morning by speaking to our friends at 4SA. 4SA is Freedom of Religion South Africa. Mark that name. They are a legal advocacy organization which work to protect and promote your constitutional right to religious freedom in South Africa. Uh, They do excellent work. Uh, This morning we are joined by Daniela Ellebeck, who is an attorney of the High Court of South Africa and serves as a parliamentarian liaison. She is a graduate from Rhodes University and she has specialized in litigation. Daniela, it really is always great to speak to you on Radio Pulpit on Fridays. Thank you so much for joining us. Mark, well, thank you for having us. It's an absolute privilege. Mark, I do have to say before we start um, the questions and answers is I had no idea you were a Trekkie. (laughs) <laughs> Be, go forth and prosper <laughs> yeah there you go uh, it, it, well you know now actually if we're going to we're not going to get down to the the serious business of the differences between Star Wars and Star Trek and which one I actually advocate for <laughs> that's not the purpose of Friday's show but I am looking I mean I've actually been greatly looking forward to the conversation this Friday mainly because we're talking about the government's repeal of its health reg- regulations I mean, this is exciting stuff. Draft health regulations, which uh, give government the same sweeping powers to control every aspect of life and society that they've been exercising during the state of the national disaster in South Africa. Well, the bottom line is there's big news. On the 22nd of June, uh, and that was two days ago, the health minister repealed regulations. And I mean, to be precise, it's 16A through to 16C of the health regulations. Regulations Amendment of 2002 related to indoor mask wearing. You know what? For the first time in two years, I can actually see Mpo's face in front of me. I can tell you he's got a big smile on his face. He might have been smiling for the last two years. I just never got to see it. I, I'm, I'm, I'm loving this morning. Um, but, but even more importantly, I mean directly related to my life and directly related to the Sundays, the repealing of the restrictions on gatherings, that 50% uh, maximum bans as well as travel requirements. Daniela, maybe you want to just take us away and talk about the celebration which is going on uh, as we see an end to these mandates in South Africa. What What is 4SA's view on all of this? So, Mark, um, I think you're correct. I think most of South Africa is celebrating the fact that we don't have to wear masks anymore. <laughs> I think that's the first thing on everyone's mind. And um, Yes. So these regulations, the health regulations um, that the minister repealed were the ones that were gazetted by him on the 4th of May. Um, And they were the ones that effectively took over from the regulations that were made while we were under the state of national disaster. So just to recap quickly for listeners, they'll remember we were in a state of disaster for like two years, I think. Um, I'd forget the exact number of days, but it's like 700 and something days we're in the state of disaster. And we had regulations being made and we had adjusted levels and what, 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 what. And then the state of disaster ended and we had transitional regulations um, from the COCTA minister, Dlamini Zuma, for 30 days. And when those ceased and those automatically lapsed, we had these health regulations. Um, gazetted by the Minister of Health on the 4th of May. And they were part of government strategy to manage the COVID pandemic going forward. And they imposed, as you said, mandatory indoor mask wearing. Um, 
various limitations on both indoor and outdoor gatherings. Um, yes, for the 50%, but also things like if you go over certain numbers um, for both indoor and outdoor, you need to have a negative COVID test um, that wasn't older than 72 hours or you needed to have proof of vaccination. So, I mean, this was a big thing for churches um, and not just your mega churches, um, but also for your churches who have church conferences or your multi-site churches who, you know, every quarter or so would have a combined service of all their congregations. And it also imposed um, travel requirements and restrictions on international travel. So I have to say, we are all very happy <laughs> that the last of these COVID regulations are now gone. And we are back to normal, normal, not a new normal. Um, and while 4SA welcomes the repeal of the, these regulations, there is one thing we do need to point out that we are concerned about. And this is that COVID remains listed as a notifiable medical condition. Mm. Now, basically what this means is that its listing allows the minister to make future COVID regulations. So as long as COVID-19 is listed as a notifiable medical condition, the minister can make COVID-19 regulations. Yes. at any time he sees fit. So what's also important to note is that the minister is still asking for public comments on the draft regulations. So listeners will remember that the draft regulations were the ones that were the unlimited version of these health regulations that we've had since the 4th of May. So the ones we've had since the 4th of May only regulated mask wearing, indoor gathering, uh, gatherings, indoor and outdoor gatherings, pardon, and um, travel and the draft regulations are much wider in their ambit and what they cover. So for example, things like mandatory quarantine and things like that, um, and mandatory treatment, which we'll get to. But um, these draft regulations, the minister is still asking for public comments on them until the 5th of August. So it still remains important for the public to comment on the, you know, the unlimited version of the regulations put forward in the draft health regulations um, until comments close next, no, not next month, 5th of August. We're almost in July, but we're mm -hmm. not there yet. Um, because as long as COVID-19 is listed as a notifiable medical condition, the minister can decide to make regulations. So it's important to comment on the, you know, the full version of the regulations the government's considering. And, and maybe just to tell folk uh, right up front and, and to make a call uh, for people to respond, uh, you can comment really, really simply. If you go to the 4SA website, uh, that is 4SA, F-O-R-S-A dot org dot Z-A. If you go to the website, um, you can uh, write off the front page, uh, make submissions. You can, um, you can, uh, yeah, th th there's details of, of exactly how you can go about it uh, on the front page. Uh, I am right in saying that uh, uh, right now it's not a link to the DS DSA platform. You can you can you can engage directly on the 4SA site, Daniela. Um, Mark, so if you go to the 4SA homepage, you land on the. Homepage, I'm there right, right now, and there's a big there, cool yeah, there's a link cross to the that says draft amendments that says have your say. and DSA, and then after that they'll also pop up, um, you know, as the slider moves. Yes. 
um, you can also download um, template submissions, which are example oh, that's submissions so easy. that are drafted for people to use. Uh, um, I see uh, organizations and individuals. Uh, you've you guys have made it really really simple for folk to follow. Exactly. So I mean, while and this is something that Forest has asked for, we actually called the minister um, or sent a letter to the minister calling for. Um, the repeal of COVID-19 as a listed notifiable medical condition, which yes. means that we don't have to worry about future COVID-19 regulations. Yes. Obviously, if there's a you know a new massive deadly variant that breaks out in 2022, which would have to be called COVID-2022, um, then yes, you can list COVID-2022 as a notifiable medical condition and make regulations. But COVID-19 at this point, we were asking to have that repealed as a notifiable medical condition so that the minister doesn't maintain the, retain these powers to, and isn't empowered to make regulations, which in terms of the Health Act, he doesn't actually even need to ask for public comments on. And yet there are public comments on this. I, I'm sitting on the, so I went to the 4sa.org.za website. I clicked on the link to the DSA platform where you can make submissions. And right now they're sitting with 310,009 submissions. So later on today, it'll be in 10 submissions as I make a submission as well. Um, but the bottom line is we're talking about a substantial amount of engagement um, on on this particular matter. Exactly, um, which I think is really wonderful because it shows that the public is actually utilizing their civil um, and citizen rights to actually comment on laws at, that are being considered because these draft regulations are still open for comment. Yes. Um, so government is technically still considering these and asking for the public to comment on them. Um, and people are using their right to have a say on the proposed rules for society that government is considering, which is what these draft regulations are. Now, if we're not in a state of emergency, we're not in a state of disaster, and there's absolutely, you know, the government conceded on the 22nd when they repealed, there's no need anymore to, you know, use even regulations under the Health Act to try yeah. and regulate the COVID. Um, you know, uh, I, I'm not an epidemiologist, so I'm not in a position to say it's been a pandemic or an epidemic. <laughs> Um, anymore, but then one is to consider, okay, why are they even asking for comments? So that's part of what Forrest had asked for in our letter, appealing to the minister, calling for, for COVID-19 to be repealed as a notifiable medical condition that's listed. Um, we also asked to, for him to withdraw in its entirety these draft health regulations mm. um, so that actually this isn't even something that the government still has on the table as that it's considering. I mean, any kind of like last uh, last notes on on this matter in terms of Forsay's uh, expectation for the future, or what you're standing and thinking about um, going forward uh, regarding what the department may or may not do. Well, we'll continue engaging with the department, um, Mark. I am optimistic as South Africa is now. Really, we've we've seen the last of the regulations that we've lived under for. What is it? Two years, three months. <laughs> it's and a week. so longer. Yeah, you, you know, you you've got three those three months in a week. You, you, yeah, you, you see those guys that are stuck on desert islands and they're underneath a palm tree and they they make four four little marks oh, and then they cross away. it out yeah. and, and they start like you know adding up the number of days. I, I stopped making marks on the on the palm tree. I, I've kind of lost count. It it just went to a bizarre number of days uh, that this has taken. I think you ran out of bark on the palm tree. <laughs> yeah, I ran out of palm trees on the island. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so I am optimistic, um, you know, that, the, that the, actually this will be it. But I mean, again, um, one wants to dot all the I's and cross all the T's and say, actually, you know, we've seen some bizarre regulations during the time of COVID. Um, I mean, I'll never forget the time where I could legally go to a casino, but I couldn't go to church. Yeah, yeah. And I couldn't buy slip slops yes. for hot chicken, you know? Yes. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, the, cra- the crazy thing is I-, I can remember how bizarre some of the legislation was. I don't know if those were particularly actually ones, I mean, in terms of slip slops and chicken, because they were kind of crazy and you couldn't figure out what kind of logic had went into it. They were completely ignoring, uh, you know, opinion and counsel of uh, advisors and whatnot. Exactly. And I mean, that's come out of the court record now um, in the court cases that... Um, are against the Department of Health with these regulations that they've now repealed um, is that actually they didn't listen to their own medical advisors, they didn't listen to their legal advisors. Um, so for me, I am optimistic that this will hopefully be the last of it, but let's cross all the T's, dot all the I's and make sure that COVID-19 is repealed so that the minister doesn't you know, retain the powers to make COVID regulations. And then also let's have a complete withdrawal of these draft regulations in their entirety, because to have regulations that impose mandatory medical examination, treatment with treatment not being defined, so it could mean mandatory vaccination for merely being suspected, you know, of contracting a notifiable medical condition, not even reasonably suspected. Mm. It's these, this, these draft regulations are very wide and concerning. So oh. you have now repealed the regulations that were in effect, the limited ones, withdraw these proposed very wide ones as well. Well, listeners, I do uh, implore you to go to the 4SA website on the website, and that is 4SA, F-O-R-S-A dot org dot Z-A. On the 4SA website, it was really easy. I discovered for myself this morning. Um, bottom line is uh, you uh, uh, write on the first page the banners. Uh, you'll see a link to DSA where you can make a submission. The second banner contains information for organizations and individuals uh, if you want uh, a, a really detailed submission information uh, as you go through that process and I'd encourage you to go there 4SA has a regular newsletter that I'd also encourage you to subscribe to it's well worth knowing what is going down in the state of the nation and 4SA can keep you on top of that information and that news and lastly I guess the 4SA has a a Facebook page if you're into social media Um, and so on Facebook if you type in Freedom of Religion South Africa um, the 4SA uh, Facebook page will come up. Uh, you can like, follow, uh, subscribe, whatever they call it at the moment on Facebook, and uh, that will keep you engaged as to what's going on. Daniela, as always, thank you so much uh, for joining us. Really appreciate your time this morning. Thank you, Mark. It's always a pleasure, or maybe I should say live long and prosper. <laughs> there you go. Thanks for that. Uh, we, we end with a tricky joke. We're going to have to uh, call out all the Star Wars uh, um, viewers, uh, those who are tuning keenly into Obi-Wan uh, at the moment on, uh, what's that, uh, Amazon Prime, I think. That, no, that'll be Disney. No, Disney uh, on Disney. Plus. Yes, yes, Disney Plus. We'll talk about Disney next week. I don't know if many week. people are on Disney. I know that there's been some, <laughs> some controversy. 
controversial things about Disney. Oh, we, so. were just, we were just bemoaning anybody that had a, a holiday vacation Bible club uh, themed around Buzz Lightyear this year is probably sitting with uh, desperate plans to make change, changes. But Daniela, thank you so much for your time. It was great to be joined by you this morning. Oh, wonderful. Okay, God bless and have a lovely Friday further. Thank you so much. Every blessing. Bye.